1: This is the daily tip presented by BetMGM. Now here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, Kate. Uh, let's bring in Kate Constable, host of BetQLU in the action each and every Saturday, right here on the BetQL Network, and also somebody who has a bit of a hot streak in betting. So, Kate, are you superstitious at all? Superstitious at all? And do you like talking about this hot streak? <laughs>
2: no i'm not superstitious because if i was i would just drive myself crazy with like having to do the exact same thing every day to your point chelsea having to have your fingers crossed uh, all of that jazz but i don't like talking about the streak that i'm on i'm anxious every day waking up checking my bets you know trying to make the correct bet today to keep the streak going we're at seven and right now but it's it just feels like the pressure keeps mounting and there's really no pressure at all. Like streaks come and go, whatever. We can start a new one if I lose today, but it, it does kind of, there's an added element of just kind of something else going on when I'm looking at games and handicapping them today, wanting to make sure I can keep it going as long as I can.
1: All right. So let's look at the slate today. (laughs) God, I don't think we're going to agree. I don't think you guys get what superstition is. It is not based
2: in logic. Like, it is a supplemental thing. No, uh, but let's I, I think it's like having to eat the same breakfast every morning while I'm on this streak or something like that. That would be a superstition. I just, yes. I used to be superstitious, and it drove me nuts, so now I'm just, I've thrown it all out the window.
1: I think the only superstition I have now is feeling like I have won a bet before the game is over. I always try to, like, get that right out of my mind. So, like, Mm -hmm. I am not somebody who, you know, I bow humbly before the gods of the sports betting world is my only superstition these days. But, Kate, we do want to get to your plays because you've been red hot, which means you're doing something right when it comes to your research and your analysis. So let's start in the Big 12. TCU, Iowa State. We have Iowa State laying four points in this one. And Iowa State's been playing probably the better basketball. But in the Big 12, it's hard not to take a long, hard look at underdogs. Who do you like?
2: Yeah, I like the underdog here. I'm going to take the points with TCU. They've lost four of their last five games, so a little bit of a buy low spot on them. And I like them tonight because they should be getting Mike Miles and Eddie Lampkin back in the lineup. Those two players are two of their best players. Miles is their best player, and they've missed a significant time. And a lot of these losses have come with them out of the lineup. But they were full participants in practice yesterday, so they should be back. Iowa State, they've also struggled a little bit lately since the calendar year turned. They're under 500. they They've lost four of their last five games. And they've had a top 20 scoring defense all season, given up just around 61 so points per game. But in three of their last four losses, they've given up 75 points, allowing teams to shoot very well against them. So if TCU gets Miles and Lampkin back tonight, that could be a little bit of a problem for the Cyclones. So I will take the points with the Horn Frogs on the road tonight.
0: Kate, the big east is starting to really tighten up. Yesterday we were on You Better You Bet Together, the Providence Creighton game was our big was our big discussion and how mm-hmm. I was big on Providence because they were undefeated at home. You've got another big matchup between Marquette and Xavier with Xavier on the road at Marquette. How do you see this game? If that five and a half number seems to be kind of uh like you feel like if it was a lower number, do you would you be more on Marquette or? What do you see in this game that jumps out at you that says one way or the other?
2: Yeah, the five and a half is a, feels like a little much, but it Marquette's also been so good at home that I'm actually just gonna play the total in this and I'm gonna take the over 159 and a half. Marquette has the best offense in the in the conference, Xavier has the second best offense. Marquette has the best two-point percentage shooting percentage in the nation, Xavier has the second best three-point shooting percentage in the nation. Both of these teams are top three in pace in the Big East and Xavier is going to be without uh, Zach Fremantle tonight, which is a, a kind of a big blow. He's their second leading scorer, but Jerome Hunter replaces him and he's been very tough to guard in the paint. So now Xavier has two big men with Zach Nunji and uh, Jerome Hunter down low and Marquette had struggled to defend UConn's front court and their big men in their loss last week. So I think despite having the Fremantle out of the lineup, Xavier can still put up plenty of points. I always like Marquette to put up a ton of points at home. So the over is what I'm looking at in this one.
1: All right, so let's go to the SEC. A big one between number one Alabama and number 10 Tennessee. The Vols' home favorites here at length, two and a half. I know Tennessee had some names kind of pop up on the injury report as well. uh, But what appears to be a great matchup here? So what is the angle you're looking at in Alabama and Tennessee?
2: Yeah, this line is a little interesting to me because Tennessee's been losing a little bit lately, and Alabama's the best team in the country. Uh, It opened at at Tennessee minus three, and that's kind of what stuck out to me is, like you said, Chelsea, they have two players, Josiah, uh, Jordan James and Julian Phillips, that are questionable to play tonight. And so if Tennessee, who's lost their last two games to Vanderbilt and Missouri nonetheless – have two of their best players out of the lineup, and they're still a two-and-a-half, three-point favorite against the number one team in the country. I mean, I know they're at home, but I'm not sure that whole that, that, that line checks out to me. So something's fishy there. Someone knows something that I don't know. So I would actually lay the points with Tennessee because that line is just kind of in my face, screaming at me that that's the right side. I uh, This is probably the bet that I'm least confident of the two that I've already talked about, but... Tennessee's their last two losses, despite being to Vanderbilt and Missouri, they shouldn't have lost those games or even been in this situation, but those losses came on a last second buzzer beater shot. So if those were wins, then this line might look a little bit more normal in Tennessee being the favorite. Uh, it's just kind of fishy all around, but I think I would take the home team in this one.
0: All right. Talking with Kate Constable, host of BetQLU in the action each Saturday here on BetQL. Let's graduate to the NBA jazz. Um, Jazz Grizzlies, Jazz uh, giving eight and a half. Um, what's your take on this? Because the Jazz are one of these teams. Be, this, you got the super compressed Western Conference where the difference is only a couple of games between like the five seed and the ten, and then you've got Memphis. Who you wonder how are they starting? Are they do, are they going to pick it up with these new moves with, in the West? John Moran has now got this heat lamp on them. How do you see this game playing out? That's, that's a sizable spread, you know, for two competitive teams.
2: Yeah, it is. And with the way the Grizzlies have been playing lately, I would totally understand anyone not wanting to lay the points with Memphis. But that's the that's the way I'm going to go in this one. Lay the eight and a half with the Grizzlies. They love to get out and run in transition. They're the third best team in transition in the league. And the Jazz are the worst team at defending the fast break over their last 10 games. Grizzlies are also great at getting to the rim and scoring in the paint. That's another area where Utah really struggles to defend. And without Mike Conley, since the Jazz traded Conley, Uh, they've been turning the ball over a ton. 19 turnovers the other night. Those turnovers are going to allow Memphis to quickly go the other way, grab some more points in transition. So I think this one is uh, the home team's the right side here. Plus, the Jazz have have a bunch of players that market in the All-Star game. Uh, I believe Clarkson and a couple other players are in some of the skills challenge. So those guys just kind of want to get back home. Uh, get ready for the All-Star game in their home city and, and might overlook this. This is kind of a tough stretch for the NBA these next couple of days with the All-Star break kind of being a look-ahead spot.
1: Yeah, good luck because uh, that's what I'm nervous about every single mm-hmm. night this week. Uh, but let's look at one <laughs> of the games on the slate tonight that you have a play in. Rocket's Thunder. We have Oklahoma City laying 9.5, total 235.5. Uh, the Rockets are very bad. The only reason I would pay attention to this game is is if I have a play on it. So Kate, what's the play?
2: The play here is the over because these two teams combined for 274 points in their last game. This game's sitting at 236. I think that is just fine for an over. The Rockets have given up 130, 140, 153 in three of their last five games. And Thunder's offense has looked good lately. They've scored over 133 in three of their last four. Again, with the All-Star break coming up, I mean, the Rockets aren't a team that that really give a full effort game in and game out regardless. So with the look ahead of the All-Star break, just kind of wanting to – have a couple days off. I don't think the Rockets play a whole lot of defense tonight, and Oklahoma City's offense can really take advantage of that.
0: All right, Kate, you've won seven in a row. You're on a streak. Okay, are you having the same breakfast that you had yesterday, and is it the same breakfast from the day before? <laughs>
2: No, it's not because I'm out of groceries. I don't have much in the fridge right now. So I can't have the same breakfast I had the other night. I've eaten a couple chocolates this morning, kind of getting my sugar Ooh. up for uh, the start of the day, pairing it yeah. with a couple cups of coffee. And that's that's the breakfast of champions for hopefully going 8-0 today. <laughs> hey,
1: you're engaged, right? Didn't you get engaged? I Are you engaged? Yes. All right. So how'd he do for Valentine's Day?
2: Oh, he for did person. great. He, yeah. You know, he, br- he brought home some flowers and a pair of dunks, black and white panda mm-hmm. dunks. Can't, what are dunks. Can't go better than that.
0: Sneakers, sneakers, sneakers. Shoes. Yeah, he brought her sneakers.
1: Yeah. God, I'm Joyful. so
2: old yeah, and
1: unhip. Are these like 90s? Well, they're my first they pair like of dunks, so I'm
2: kind of in the same. Uh, um, he's trying to make me cooler. But oh.
1: I think so. <laughs> Somebody that makes you better, <laughs> I guess. Um, all right. Brace That's up, what you get when you're sticking in
0: your folks' business. You see, you see what happens. You stick your nose into the relationship business, and then you come away saying, "I don't know what that is." If you didn't ask, you you'd be like, "Hey, it was a good day." That's it.
1: It's shoes. It doesn't seem super personal. Like I wasn't prying and I'm interested to see these shoes, Kate. Now I need to see them to see (laughs) how I am lacking in the fashion category of my my life. So great, great insight from Kate Constable. As always, we hope her hot streak continues and hopefully I have not mentioned it too much. Uh, But as always, the analysis is always on point. You can find her on Twitter at Kate Constable. Kate, thanks for stopping by. Hopefully I didn't get into your business too much.
2: No, not at all. Thanks, guys. It was fun.
1: For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your
0: podcasts.